Hello, I'm Simon Farrell-Green, and I'm the editor of Here magazine, and we're delighted to be bringing you this series of wonderful New Zealand houses, along with our friends at Altherm Window Systems. Over the next year, we'll be talking with top New Zealand architects about a recent design, learning how it came to be, and why the people who live in it love it so much. We'll have beautiful videos, lovely photographs, and some great yarns. But we're also going to feature a podcast with each project where I get to chat with the architect and hear the story behind the design. It's a chance for us to sit down at length and hear the full story. From the city to the country, from large and luxurious to small and clever, I hope you'll follow along with us as we explore these wonderful New Zealand houses. They say you should never mix work and family, but architect Tim Bland of Ardern Peters Architects has done just that. On the outskirts of Naumotu, New Plymouth and Taranaki, he's designed a house for his parents. On a beautiful site, on the edge of town where the city meets the country, the house is expansive and light-filled, with a beautiful garden setting and some incredible established trees. It really is something of a garden pavilion. There's a lightly mid-century feel with cedar and stone and steel and a wonderful connection to the outdoors via covered living areas. To tell us more about the house and how it all came together, we're joined by Tim Bland now. Kia ora Tim, welcome. Kia ora, thanks for having me. Great to have you. Uh, you've, you've got a lot on your plate right now. How's, um, how's the new one going? You've, you've just had your fourth child, which ha- happened on the day of our video shoot. Yeah, exactly right. A uh, bit of a clash there. Um, but obviously the, uh, the new baby uh, took, took priority uh, around yeah. the video shoot. But um, no, it's going well. We had, uh, we had twins in the middle there. So uh, just having the one baby this time feels uh, slightly more manageable. <laughs> it was quite funny. We were actually sort of standing there filming and, and opening, opening doors and windows and bits and pieces and we got the text to say that you know the new one had turned up it was um it was quite a moment yeah i think there's there's maybe uh there's probably about 10 grandchildren now so you would have thought by the 10th one the, the excitement <laughs> might have dropped away but uh still grandparents <laughs> love every single one that comes through <laughs> that's cool hey so so tell us a little bit about the site tim it's it's really quite special just a really lovely garden and all those established trees it was it's quite it's quite something yeah it's not not uh, every day that you get a site that's um already quite established uh you know going to the site initially with um you know, obviously no building uh at the very start of the project um there were established trees the 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 grass was well mown it was a, it was a beautiful setting and and almost you felt like you didn't want to put a house on it because it was just such a lovely um lovely area it's it was it was great to to start with some constraints on the site that you wanted to keep um start with the the beautiful oak tree that was out the front and 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 let that kind of be a springboard for the design it's a really lovely site you know tucked away um and and the, all the vegetation trees uh, mature trees all offering that privacy um it made for quite an exceptional site yeah so when did your parents approach you about it and and did you have any kind of reservations about mixing yeah. Mixing work and family in such a way. Yeah, so they always say, you know, you go through university and they say, you know, just be careful working with your family, you know, uh, and, and, and neighbours. Family and neighbours are the ones you should be uh, careful of. But um, no, I, I think with uh, with my, my parents, um, I always knew there was a build on the horizon. Um, obviously, uh, living in the, in, the, in the prior house that they had uh, as a child growing up there was always things that they would like to improve with their existing house or, or if they were to build again and, and, you know, this is what they would do. So I always knew there would be something on the horizon. 
Additionally, I knew that you know, um, as the as the kids left home, um, the, they wouldn't need um, the house that they've currently got. Um, so there would be a, a time, a requirement for them to, to change. So I knew it was always there. Um, and I think uh, when they approached me, I wasn't surprised. And uh, I guess whilst I hadn't given any specific thought um, about working uh, for them, uh, I kind of knew how to approach it. Um, and it was, it was actually quite a, an enjoyable experience, really. That's cool. I mean, but it's, it's not exactly sort of downsizing, is it? I mean, they're, 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 they sort of vaguely look like they're looking at retirement, but they're probably a fair way off. They're, they're certainly not you know, slowing down in any way. So, so what, what did they actually want? Yeah, well, I think, I think the big thing was um, they're still entertainers uh, at, at, the, at, the, at the core of it. Uh, and I think maybe the entertainment uh, was shifting from uh, entertaining um, lots of guests to entertaining grandchildren. Yeah, right. Entertaining, entertaining uh, the, the wider family. So I think their, their idea was that they wanted still a house that uh, was big enough to cater for everyone. Um, and, you know, we all live locally, actually. And so it's not like where we design some houses where we say, well, actually, your family comes once or twice a year, so do you need a really big house? Um, you know, uh, can we be more flexible and smarter, particularly with the cost of building and things like that? Mm-hmm. We do have to be a bit more innovative in terms of how we design houses. So um, in this case, it needed to be flexible and adaptable all year round um, for that weekend visit or, you know, whether it's two families come over, my brother and his kids come over. Um, and, and, uh, so it still needed to be of a size. Um, but I think it needed to be kid friendly. It needed to be single level. Uh, it needed to have, um, outdoor kind of uh environment so that you know all the kids or all the you know all the adults weren't crammed into one space so there had to be a lot of different environments created and i think the the site itself lended uh, uh to that quite quite easily just in terms of the fact that it it was quite a um a, a private um garden i guess site and so you could create those those areas quite quite easily yeah i mean and it's got quite clearly defined zones which i like so even though it's it's you know it's quite a generous size it, mm. the, the the sizes the the, the the spaces don't feel overscaled you've definitely thought about what goes where in, in quite a nuanced way yeah i think um i think with size you you definitely have to make sure you break it down uh mm. you need to make sure that you create the different spaces and you know whether it's in the lounge which is more intimate snug you know a bit of a retreat uh, compared to the main living space which has got the higher ceilings um and you know can cater for a larger volume of people and then you know beyond the stone wall uh, on the western side of the site breaking down to the private side of the house so you know, you do have um, uh, volume, uh, which indicates the, the type of function of the space, but then you also have um, visual cues as well about, you know, these actual barriers and changes um, that, that uh, make you feel like you're moving through the house into different zones. That stone wall's really important. It's, it's quite lovely. It just gives the house a real spine. So it's, it's quite fabulous. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I think it just helps tie the house together um it's a it's a strong delineation between that public public and private part of the house but also just as you move through the house as well um from the entry right through to the other side uh where you spend most of your time you know in the, in the backyard i guess you'd say um you know uh playing with the kids or, or what have you having a having a drink and um after work yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's quite don't take this wrong way you come down that driveway it almost feels quite american like it just the way that it sits there and behind the tree and it's sort of long and low slung and yeah it's it's quite it's it's quite sort of not but not in a glamorous way just in a really kind of understated way yeah i think um 
I think part of the drive of the design um, was a, a quite a, a, trying to keep it quite timeless for the most part, um, not get caught up in too, too much of the trend of what's happening at the time, but at the same time, have a have a I guess a, a functionality to it, you know. Um, uh, for example, you know the flat roofs. There's no other flat roofs in the in the surrounding area. Um, mm. But I kind of wanted to get a flat roof on there because I wanted to keep the house low um, as as much as I could, so that we could see the trees in the background. Um, I didn't want to see a lot of roof, but also um, I wanted to make sure that it was safe and accessible for my for my parents if they were getting up and maintaining the house. I didn't I didn't want to get a phone call saying, uh, you know, Dad, Dad, you're in ho- you know he's in hospital kind of thing. So um, because on they're your, very ha- on your steeply pitched roof, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, you know, I think it was um, there's a whole lot of different um, driving factors, and I think. Um, you know, I did want it to feel a little bit more of like a pavilion that it was sitting centrally in the site, that it was low, um, and and for the most part, tried to be understated um, with the material palette and and not kind of be the the focal point of the whole site. Actually, just add to the site and blend in with the site. Yeah. So tell us a bit about that palette because I think it's it's easy to sort of say, oh, you know, it's got a mid-century feel or something, but it, it, I think that's too reductive. It's just like you say, it's timeless. Tell us a bit about what what you've used and why. Yeah, um, it's the we've got uh, the timber vertical uh, cladding on it, uh, combined with uh, the stone and the glass, and then accented by um, some some Patacota steel elements. So, you know, between between all that, there's there's four materials. Um, I think if I can cr- count correctly, I'm not not too tired. Uh, but um, yeah, I think um, I didn't want to overcomplicate it. I wanted to keep it nice and clean and you know particularly when using things like stone you need to make sure that um, you you give it the space that it needs that you uh, that you don't complicate it or or muddle it with a whole bunch of other materials so it just needed to be clean um, and tidy and I think you know using the timber really made it feel relatable to the site and then stone as well made it feel established that it was actually um, anchored into the site as well, um, that it was sort of always meant to be there. Um, and that's kind of, yeah, this, this play on the, on the kind of the heavyweight material uh, coming into the, into the design. That's really nice. I, I didn't actually think of it. That's, that's really true, the way that you've got big trees, old trees, and then you've got an old bit of stone through the middle of the house. Yeah. That, yeah, it gives it that sort of gravitas, doesn't it? Yeah, it's sort of that brings through that rural, rural character as well uh, that you get, um, you know, the, the river stone coming through. And I think I think it just helps uh, ground it, I guess, uh, uh, in the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that sort of main room because it's that's the, the heart of it. Everything sort of ends up, well, not ends up there, but that is sort of the, the guts of the place. It's got that beautiful high volume with, with clerestory windows that open up, give you more light, also give you kind of air to, to come in and out of. It's a, it's a great room. Yeah, it's um, a lot. A lot of thought went into that space. I mean, a lot of thought went into all the spaces, but particularly around the veranda design and the outdoor um, spaces that were created with the outdoor roofs and how that influenced the, the interior spaces. You know, a lot of uh, conversations we have with clients is around daylight and sun and, and things like that, and actually. There's still a misconception that I think uh, people want a lot of sun in their houses. In actual fact, it's not so much sun; uh, it's 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 light, it's daylight. And I think you do want the sun in the in the winter time because you obviously want that solar gain. But in the summertime, you actually just want to uh, you actually want to keep it at bay and you want to control it. Um, and so, 
we have the lots of glazing down below and then we've got the uh, glazing above acting as a clear story um, to help uh, with the ventilation effectively and to keep that natural light and 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 some sun to come through um, so yeah and that trying to create that effect did help dictate the height of that space as well to actually get that effect you know you if you want big doors that go outside plus you want some ventilation above that starts to inform that volume that you need to try and create um, to let that heat escape and, and what have you so uh, and then obviously you know with the with the doors uh, and what have you facing north um, we just wanted to open it up as much as possible to be able to go outside yeah and you've got you've got a beautiful spread of um, APL architectural series sliders that just pull right back from that window so you're, you're just bleeding straight out you know yeah. onto that that outdoor area with the fireplace it's it's really successful mm. Yeah, I think um, it was definitely a, a key requirement of the brief was to really be able to, you know, go outside uh, and easily and accessibly. And um, so there's a couple of um, couple of APL doors along that northern side there. Um, and so on some days you, you want to open up the whole house entirely and other days you just want to be able to just get outside quickly or, or just nip outside and, and get to the veggie garden or what have you. So, you know, uh, having a couple of options there has been, been quite good. I was really interested um, also that um, the that courtyard sort of runs to the east rather than the west, and that's that's to do with wind, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I guess that's that's the other part of the design of the house where it's sort of um, we've got the longer uh, I guess um, spine of the house running uh, north to south on the western side. And that is exactly as you say um, for a lot of wind control um, you know we do get a strong westerly coming through through New Plymouth and so yeah opening up that courtyard to the east you know that's where you get the morning sun that's where you nip out and have your morning coffee um, and and get that protection as well and um, yeah it's 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 a lovely space in the morning having that sun pouring through there and then you know as as the sun starts to uh, heat up and what have you you've used you you got the verandas there um, helping out sort of uh, controlling that from from you know mid-morning onwards and then when you start to get that sort of late afternoon wind, you're actually just sitting in there really snug and it's just Absolutely. skating over the top of you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so there's been a, been a lot, you know, in terms of how that is all set out as well, setting that setting that kind of western part of the house um, here where it sits in relationship to the outdoor spaces because obviously you still want that afternoon sun coming through. We're out, outside having a glass of wine or something. Um, so just, yeah, where that's positioned and making sure you, you don't create a whole lot of shading for yourself as well. So it's... There's quite a bit of articulation in terms of in terms of how that's all laid out. Yeah, yeah. How is the house different, sort of summer to winter? How does it change and 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 move? Well, I think um, I think the, the the key difference is obviously is is that that daylight control, the sun control. I think is the is the biggest one. How you in the in winter time you get in there and you feel like you're just you know, you've just covered in the sunlight because the verandas are designed at such a depth that we made sure with our modelling that, you know, the sun came in right back into the kitchen. So, you know, the wintertime you come in there and you feel really cosy despite the the high volumes. Um, and then, you know, in the summertime, it just feels like such a cool space because that uh, cool in, in terms of visual, but cool is also in, in temperature um, because the, the stone walls acting act, act, act acting as a bit of a, a thermal um, heat sink as well so that that stone's doing a whole lot more than just just a visual thing it's actually helping regulate temperature and um, and and yeah, stone concrete it's it's hungry for for heat so it, it soaks it all up nice mm. what were you most nervous about sort of through the process um well my wife's a doctor 
And there's a famous quote that says something like, a doctor can bury their mistakes, but an architect can only plant vines. And so <laughs> I think uh, that was my biggest nervousness was that um, uh, if something went pear-shaped, if something went a bit wrong, if I didn't uh, meet um, my parents' expectations, expectations in terms of the design or, or what have you, uh, it, was, it was a project that I was going to see quite a lot, you know. Uh, and so that was probably the, my biggest nerves was just making sure that I delivered for them, uh, and we came out the other side still talking. That's that's, that's classic. I mean, yeah. I guess conversely, what what are you most proud of? What what what's the thing that that you look at and think, yep, yeah, we nailed that. That's great. Yeah, I, I, th- I think uh, I think what I'm most proud of is 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 delivering a house that my mum loves and my dad but my mum specifically she she just loves it and I think that's that's what I'm most proud of um that of yeah met, met their expectations but but also in terms of an architectural point of view uh I am I'm, I'm really proud of how the spaces are, have articulated together uh and using the stone and and I think um creating the different spaces and and it is a big house and sometimes in big houses you can get can get lost in it and creating those spaces so i think um yeah it was, it was pretty pretty wrapped with just how it's how all the spaces have worked together what have you mm. taken to other projects with it from it i think um this is one of the first houses that i designed as a as a director of my current uh, current business um and so usually um well usually I'm, I'm part of a team but in this case I, I was the project lead um and i think i think the biggest thing i've taken away from it is is that um that solar um aspect you know it, it's one it's it's a little thing but it's a really critical thing you know we I guess yeah designing outdoor spaces in conjunction with interior spaces I think um, to be more accurate I guess uh, you know in New Zealand we have harsh sun and and we have a lot of rain and but we like to live outside as Kiwis it's our we love to camp we love to go outside we love to spend time outside as much as we can and I think we need to design spaces that aren't just interior spaces we need to design spaces that are outside as well and so you know in the middle of in the, in the middle of summer you could have a, a a week of pouring rain but you still want to have to be able to open up the windows and doors uh in the winter time um you know you still want that sun pouring through um when it's you know raining five minutes later you want that sun to come back in as soon as the clouds part so i think that's the the big takeaway for me is 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 looking at the whole the whole house the whole building not just not just the actual volume you're creating, but actually what are you doing around the peripheries, right? What are you doing outside? That's fantastic. Mm. That's that's really lovely. Mm. And um, what about what about your parents? Do you do you think they've got another build in them, or or, or is this is this them for for a while? Oh, I think they've got another build in them. Uh, to be honest, I think um, you know we touched on it before about the size of the house. I think there will come a day where uh, they want a smaller house they don't want to look after such a big house um you know they probably want to spend more time traveling once once people can travel more confidently um and spend less time uh, around the house cleaning roofs and cleaning windows and all that sort of thing so i think um i, I think they will, will downsize at some point so there'll be another build there which will be an interesting one because i think um you know smaller houses um uh, a, a, a fantastic design opportunity you know just how you actually create those spaces again but you know in a more compact sense mm, that's lovely that's really good 
And that was Tim Bland of Ardo and Peter's Architects in Namotu, New Plymouth, talking about a house and a garden he designed for his parents. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining here and Alfirm as we explore these great New Zealand houses and chat with the architects who brought them to life. We'll see you next time.